0: In the Agadita, Bezma, about Kolev and Miriam. I a Posuk. The Gemara quoted The says, ben as Azuva Isha. He gave birth, to a woman named Azuva. And she Rios, and and then she had children, and her children's names are Yosher, Shaiva and Eridain. So a lot of the words we have in the Pesukim we have in Devar the, are actually uh, hints, Ramazim, to different stories, of different Nikudas, but they're not actually talking about people and their wives and children. So we already discussed that his name wasn't. Uh, we discussed what his, who his father was. His father was Yafuna, his father was Kenaz. So we turned out, it sounds like this Peshat and the Gemara. Khetron was actually his father. Yafuna was a nickname that he got because he was Mephan and Miraglim. And he was from the family of Kenaz, but he was actually a stepson by Kenaz. It wasn't actually his father. So the Gemara continues on the top line of base. So who is this Azuva? We said he was Hailed as Azuva. So Azuva is Miriam. That is actually Miriam that we're, we're in the middle of discussing. But why is she called Azuva? Her name is Miriam. She was the original Shidduch crisis. She was apparently, she had Saras. Besides this, most Moforshim say, this is besides the Saras that she has later in her life, for a week But by, by the, the story with Moshe I Menu, this is earlier in her life she had Saras, she was born with it or whatever um, and therefore everybody, Rashi said nobody wanted to marry her, nobody wanted to marry her at all, she was considered an outcast so it says, "Hoyled." It said he gave birth to her. So what do you mean, "Hoyled"? Well, he was married to her. He didn't give birth to her. She started her life all over again. He married her shemayim because of her because of who she was, the seminary she went through, whatever. Not necessarily because of how she looked. She had saras at this point. We'll see if she gets healed. Um, but he married her shame shemayim. She had a new life, and he was considered keilu her father. It says Urius, that she was called Urius. Her face was rash like a green color, some sort of, uh, again, an elm. It sounds like Taras, some sort that she had. It says these are her children. Altuki Boneho, as we always say, Right. These are all going to be now nicknames that we're going to say for <coughs> Kalev, who was Boiner. He davened for her, he married her, and then through this she got healed. Says Yasher, one name for Kalev was Yasher. She Yisher He kept himself straight. Again, Kalev is famous for avoiding the 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 the, the, the from the maraglim. So he kept himself straight. Sheivev she es Rashi says he stayed away from their Eitzah. It's like he was a married. Rashi says the lashon of, of shivev he would rebelled against the Eitzah in the Ragwan. and he was also called Erdoin sheroda. Rashi Masita and they tried to get him to pull him away and he was able to hold himself back from going towards the Miraculum. So all these are nicknames for Kalev that was Boyneho that was built up Miriam. Ika Amri. another shot in this Posseg, I'll show you. So it's not clear if Poneha is going on him or her. There seem to be two gears in the Gemara. But this Erdoin is a play on words on Vered, like a rose. So if it's going on her, it means after they got married, apparently. Dabin for her, etc. Then her face became beautiful, like a rose, if it's going on her. Then it says in the Possak "Ashkar Ashkhar Avitokoa, Hayushte Noshim. For Ashkar Avitakoa, he had two wives, Kholo Vinayra. So again, we're not familiar with these people, so it must be these are also referring to other people. Again, Khalif and Miriu. Ashkar is another name that the Pasik uses for Kali. So he used to fast so much. I guess that tukufa, to avoid the atsas maraglim, that his face got black from, from not eating properly and from not having proper nutrition. Avi shenaselokovs when it says he was Avi tokoa, we'll see tokoa is referring to her, to Miriam again, so he, he was like a father for her, like we just said by now. And tokoa she Love toka this is again going to. That he kept himself uh, faithful to Kalish And it says, So he had two wives. He didn't really have two wives. He had one wife, Miriam. So Miriam she was like two wives. She wasn't sick and then, which would be youthful at the same time. When he first met her, she was uh, ill, uh, sickly. And then she, she got healed and she became beautiful. B'nei Chala, says in that posse, the next posse says, B'nei Chala was Tsaras ve So these are her quote-unquote children. What are these names? Tsaras? Tsaras They became jealous of her. She became so beautiful after she married Kalev, that her friends, her people who were Tsarais for her, became like jealous of her. Tsayar. she glowed. She her face glowed like the middle afternoon, the strong sun. Esnan is an interesting one. I saw anybody who saw her now, when she became so beautiful, Melech Esnan Le'ishteh, would want to go home to, be, to have Tashvash with his wife, because so she was so beautiful, and he saw her. Now, continuing on, the Midrashim about Yitzhah Mitzrayim and the Shibut. so he made it to, to kill the boys. I remember when it says means not Jewish to the Jewish people even the Mitzrim we'll see in a second at a stage he had them killed their boys as well there's actually three stages to the Xerah he said do me a favor if you have a boy kill him but it wasn't really enforced and it was really the second stage was the second stage was that we're going to force, we're going to send out officers, uh, like you told the meowers, and we're going to force you to throw the babies into the the and at the end of it, he realized that that wasn't enough. He had to be gozer on the Mitzrim themselves, and we'll see in the second of the Gemara that it wasn't clear to that's the Ganeri Paray what the deal was. They saw something in the stars which indicated that the machine of Israel is actually going to be a Mitzri, which he obviously was because he was Golubu based but they didn't understand that, and therefore they couldn't figure out exactly what the deal is here. And therefore, he had to be gozer. On this. There's different midrashim and exactly how long the xera lasted for. There's one measure we'll see in the Gemara on that sounds like it was a very short day. It was only for one day. They knew which day he was going to be born, and it was only a one day nikuda. We'll see in the Gemara. It says, Vayelach Ish mi It says the Psukkim the, the just stop in the middle over there in Shemais and start telling you a history of Amram and Yochevet, etc. What's going on here? So, first what does it mean, Ish? Where is he going? So, so Amram Yehuda right. Bar Zvina shahalach baatzas bitoi. The scribe says veikach. They got married. What does it mean? Bahalach. Bahalach means he listened to his daughter Miriam. Miriam at this stage was a whole five years old, and she was giving her father the godol ador etzus. Right? Tana Amram godol ador hoya. Chimon Shira Pararasha said kol avena yilai da'hiyoret hashdichu. He said, "What's the story here? What's the point of being married?" Amram leshavah n'ameleb. There's no point in being married. Amram vegeirus He divorced his wife. Now we'll see in the Gemara in a few minutes. At this stage already, when he divorces his wife, Yocheved is already pregnant with Moshe. So, is over here whether they knew this or not. So, if you hold he didn't know, he didn't know. If you he did know, because she seemed to be already at this stage three months pregnant, then it seems to be he divorced her not because of not having children. He knew she was going to have children. He divorced her maybe for everybody else, not exactly sheer, the clear how to put all these different Megoshim together. So, and understand they all divorced their wives. Said to, him, pare. Is worse than Paras said to kill all the the boys. Well, we can at least bring girls into the world. Paris said they should die now, but at least their babies will be born. The Rashi learns, as soon as the baby is born, even for a second, gets ailamabu. Haba. If you don't bring the, the Neshama into the world, you're not gonna have even uh al- Haba. Paro suffek misgayemus also suffek enemus gayemus paro maybe people will listen like the miyaldus maybe they won't listen ata tzaddik bevadishik zrasim misgayemus everyone's gonna listen to you shenemavatigzor ayemavayakomlof when the tzaddik is goyzer everybody listens so amad vehikser is ishtayz he took her back so that's what it says vaholach it says when he veylech ish v'beislevi that means that he listened to Miriam and he went to married her back amdukul vehikser once he married his wife back. They all married their wives back at all. Father, he I'm sorry. It wasn't a coin before Mount Is that point? It wasn't a coin. It was a levy. No coin. Hunea. It says Vayikach. Says Maviyaksumi by this. According to this midrash, it's not that he married Vayikach's notion of marriage, first marriage. It should be Vayakser. He took her back. So Amram Yehuda Barzvina also a they made a big chasid out of it only second marriage maybe he make a small chasid he made a big machasid a shiver period they sat in the throne and Amir they danced in front of their mother Malchashar So Amram about bottom and they made a whole Olgesheft out of it. it says he married who did he take as Bas Levi a very strange name for Yochevit doesn't call her by Yochevit it's Miachisit Levi and it calls her a Bas. She's, if you do the math, she's 130 years old at this stage. So, Bas is normally a term you use for a young girl, not for someone who's 130. This so, Bas, lady is your that her mother became pregnant with her while they were going down to Mitzrayim, all the way back at the beginning with Yaakov Avinu, and they gave birth between the walls while they were coming into Mitzrayim. If you do the when you count the names of all the people who came down to Mitzrayim, there were 70, and if you count the people, even with Yosef and his kids, there's only 69, there's one missing, this is the one that's missing, and it says she was born by Mitzrayim. She was actually conceived, the mother was pregnant, before they got to Mitzam, she was born on the way in. I'm going to review the Chenoldu So, what does it mean? That she's called Bas if she's 130 years old. That she looked youthful. Now again, I have to figure out exactly when she looked youthful here when this is all going on, because no point to becoming youthful, Lechaira, once you're already pregnant. The whole purpose was to be young so she can give birth to my Rabbeinu. If she was already pregnant at this stage, a little difficult. So it's not clear if this Medjish was earlier, actually. This measures took place earlier because, I mean, she might have been youthful to give birth to uh, Maisha Rabbeinu, but she was a whole youthful 125 when she gave birth to Miriam, and 122, 127 when she gave birth to Aaron. So she had to be youthful at that stage as well. Not, again, not clear exactly how you fit the Midrashim together. Vatarish, I'm sorry? Yeah. We'll say, but it's not clear was this a special nace because she was giving birth to <laughs> or did this nace happen now is That before? so it's, it sounds like from the psukim that after now Amram remarries her now she gets pregnant and has a son as we'll see in the medrash in a second she was already pregnant three months already at this stage and when Amram marries her back I don't know, it doesn't say how long they were divorced for but he married her back she was, she was more than three months pregnant so why is they vatar it doesn't mean she became pregnant now, she was already pregnant. It's just telling you that her pregnancy and the birth was the same, meaning, you know, there's no tsar when a person gets pregnant. i to be conceived. That they didn't have the klala of. Of Chava of having the tzar get the bottom. He also, if she pain by childbirth birth, he was on the Madriga. She didn't have that point, and that's why it says v'atav v'teiled to teach you that. Okay, so she gave birth to Moshe. It says toiv. They saw Moshe was toiv. What does that mean? Who? Tanya, That was one of his names. Name was Toiv, and that's what they called him. Moshe was a name given later, apparently. It doesn't, say, it doesn't mean Toiv, it means Toiv with Hashem's name. When it says Toiv, that wasn't necessarily his name, it just means they saw already that he was going to be on the Madriga of Roy Tenevius. When it says Toiv, it's because he was born with a brisk, so they saw he was Toiv. Or. The whole house is filled up with a shining light of Shina. Ksevach Vatera say Kitoyfu, Ksefasavyarli Kim as a or kitoyf. So Lavdafka, these are one to the other. These are not contradictory, but these all can be true. But it's been so she was able to hide them for the baby for three months. The why the lay manu mitzam, the mitzvah only counted from when Amram remarried her back. I guess he registered in the uh, local city council that he got married. So they knew we have to start checking a certain months later have his misery by She was already three months pregnant beforehand. Again, you have to figure out the math, exactly what's going on. First of all, Rashi says he was born early. He was born at six months. So it doesn't fit with this measure. Some of Rashi said they're actually both true. I mean, the Mitzvah started checking six months after they got married for babies. Because they know you can, have, you can have a preemie, you can have a six-month baby. Um, and therefore, they were checking at six months. He was actually born like three months after they got married not six months after they got married because she was already pregnant three months before that okay so three months after they got married that's when she has this baby which is really a six-month baby but Mitchum think it's a three-month baby therefore they're not concerned with it well they couldn't hide him anymore after three months so I might it's if you hit him till now why can't you hide him anymore when the Mitzvah had a chashash, that a baby was born, the they'd bring another baby, I guess a Mitzvah baby over there. When a baby cries, it causes the other babies to cry. And therefore that's how they would be Megala, where there were Jewish babies, and therefore she couldn't hide them past that time. The Chesiv, and that's Peshat in the Pesach, says... Achazulonim Shualim Shualim Ketanim the David said that by the Yamsuf they should kill all the Egyptian babies I'm not sure why there was Egyptian babies running after mit, uh, with the Mitzrim, but Shualim Shualim kramim is referring to the babies that cried that caused the Jewish babies to cry so they can, they can find out where people were hiding okay so but i sorry it's a fox but it's a which was referring to these babies so we said she wanted to hide him so she took a, uh, a little basket made of reeds and, and she put him into the or why reeds I'm a this is an amazing she should have built it of aids she should have built it of you know some better material why using geimer? because they were cheap Right, they were cheap. They're trying to save money. They're trying to save money more than the goof. since tattikim don't steal, they have to be careful with their money. The marshal says, of course, it doesn't mean that it was more dangerous or anything. For Moshe Abedo if he was, you know, to have to use eitz, use eitz. What's the big deal? Obviously, eight was good enough. Maybe eitz would have been a little bit better, but she felt this was enough. We don't have to spend any more money than have like a brand name type of uh, situation over here, you brand just name put, basket, yeah. Yeah, brand name basket, you know, whatever, Mishpacha, it would be, you know, we'll get to that, so, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amar, Dover Rach, no, used because it's soft, Shiyocha Lami with dovarach with Viv Dover because it's soft like rubber, so it can bounce off of things, it won't crack, if you make it out of wood, hits a rock, it cracks, make it out of rubber, it bounces off, that's actually a better thing. It was covered with chemer and zephith. One made it waterproof, uh, and then one gave it a better smell. You shouldn't have to smell the bad smell. Tyson says an interesting pshadi, which we don't usually say. Tyson says they were both inside the basket. It's just one was sealing it, and then there was another layer on top of it to give it a better smell, he said, "You don't want to put this stuff at the outside because the whole purpose of using geimer, One of the reasons was is that it should be camouflaged in the uh, in the reeds by the art And if you put geimer or gefes on the outside, zefet on the outside of it, they'll be able to see it better. And that sort of doesn't accomplish the purpose. <laughs> again, it's not correct. Also, I mean, he's talking about the surface of it, I'm saying maybe. Yeah. It's, again, it's not exactly clear what the what, what, like what was her plan. Like it was the plan just to leave him in the water for a few days." And then and then bring him back Like I'm not sure. It's not exactly clear what the plan was. Like, what was she thinking was going to happen with this baby on the thing? Or unless she just said, I'm not going to kill him, so I'll just put him out there. And if a crocodile gets him, a crocodile gets him. Who knows? Um, it's not clear what the plan was. But so Tyson seems to assume there's some sort of camouflage going on. But say, a Now, Suf, we know, are like the reeds at the edge of the water. So the Gemara is bothered by this. Why does the Pasuk talk about exactly where they put them? So the Yam Suf, which according to the way we think about it, Yam Suf is like the Red Sea. That's far away from where they were here in the Nile. It's a little bit difficult to put that together. It was actually some sort of little pond or swampy area of brackish water which was next to the, N- the Nile River like we have a Pesach the Pesach says in Yeshaya k'maloi. and K'malay is a of a small little swampy area and it says the word Suf there so that's where she put it so the daughter of power goes to Lirchites <laughs> Hayar. That's a strange passing. Why is the Al-Yar? it Al should say Biyar. It should go into the water. <laughs> she went to be taival from the Amadizar of her father, whether she was actually in the now or not. Debate between the Rishainim. There seems to be some sort of Mitzvah. So the Lassa <laughs> of Rachatz. It says by her maid servants, her servants, they were going walking. The halicha is always a, a forebear of bad news so what's with these girls why are they going to die oh so we'll see the terrace she saw the the teva there when the the main servants of, of of Baspari saw she was going to save the baby the normal way of the world there is the king makes a gzair even if the regular people don't listen the people close to the king the princes and princesses they have to listen to what the king said the king said and you're gonna save this Jewish baby. Ba Gavriel v'chovta makarka. Gavriel came and he killed all the maid servants. That's why they were haleich Narasa. They would because they went to their death. V'tishachas a'masa v'tikcha. So she stuck out. Or she sent. She says v'tikcha v'tishach. She sent her a'masa and she took the teva. Mebihudavim nechemia. Chadamar yada. It was her hand. The chadamar shivchasa. It was one of the maid servants. Manyama means an arm. Okay. Hold on. It doesn't say yad, it says amosa. We just said Gabriel killed them all. So if Gabriel killed them all, who's she sending? the No. One left over, the the you can't have a princess by herself, so there's at least one left over. So if it means hand, why does it say hand? Why does it say ammasa? It got long. So, amasa means a lotion of length, of, of measuring long, like an Amos. So, it got long. We have two examples of this in Tanakh. We have over here the example of her arm, that her arm got long, whatever that means. And we also have shini Visham. We have the story by Oig. He picked up a mountain, put it on his head. The measure says, the says, to, to go throw it onto Kla Yisrael. And Akash Bokhu sent ants, and ants. He ate through the mountain and it fell down around his neck. And then he tried to pick it off his neck and his teeth got long and wedged into the mountain and he wasn't able to pull it off his head. And then he fell down and Moshe was able to kill him. They see was Shibarte, which sounds like breaking, El Shirivavte, he made them longer. And that's how O'Yig met his downfall. So this is a, a concept between O'Yig Melech teeth and between the arm of, of Bas Vatiftach she opened up the teva vatire was a yeled and she saw the yeled the matira me she she vatiftach she opened it it should say vatira and she saw what's vatire u so Rabbi Yisroch Hanina she saw imay she saw two things in there she saw moish and she saw some sort of shechina she realized there was something else in there vini anar okay so now we have two different words here it says he was a yeled which is mashma a little baby and then it says it calls him a nar which is older karle yeled vekarle nar he was young, but he had a deep voice. So, actually, even though later on we say Moshe was a kvad peh, but at this stage he had a, a very beautiful voice, a deep voice. It was not beautiful, deep. So, Amalei imkan Moshe if he had a voice that wasn't appropriate, he made him a Balmum. Now, so what? Rashi says, well, amazing Rashi, Rashi says, Moshe Rabbeinu is a Levi. He's going to have to sing in the base Migdash, And if his voice is not appropriate, he's not going to be able to sing. Now, it's very very unclear how the math works out because by the time we're building the Mishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu is over 80 years old. It's not clear if Levim were able to sing in the base Am- Mishkan when they were so old. The whole tumult over here, exactly what this is referring to. Pashup Shad, it just sounds like, he was a Balmum. It wasn't appropriate for Moshe Rabbeinu. I said eighty, eighty. You're not eighty. You're okay. You're not eighty. El Malameh she I knew that was going to come. El Malameh <laughs> she also Here's an amazing gemara. Malamish That what does it mean? She was a nar. She made him a small chuppah. Inside the teva, teva amar I won't be zeichan. The brings down. There's a minig in teiman. Apparently, they still do this when Nebuchadnezzar, a baby dies or any child dies before they get able to get married. They build a chuppah, or they bring inyanim of the chuppah, to the levaya and put it on the kever. And that's based on this minig of shemalei Arab chupasid. Amazing, amazing gemara. But of shadachmanasem. If you tell me yaldai ivrim, there must be a Jewish baby. How did she know? She was also a Obviously, he had a bris already. We just said he was born Mol. so she knew he was a Jewish baby. What does it mean by the term "miyaldi evrim zeh"? Miyaldi evrim. What zeh? She had a nivua. She wasn't a navi or a nevia, but she had a nivua. She didn't realize it. As soon as Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the gazer was over. And therefore, this was the last baby to die. Some of Farashim actually learned this pusik this drusha, to actually, mean he was the only baby who died. Right? The xera was, we don't know who it's going to be, let's kill all the babies, who it was going to be, the Miyaldis didn't kill anybody. And then this was the, the first and only baby that had a Sakonov actually dying, was Moshe Amenem, and it didn't happen. The Hainu B'lazer, B'lazer says a similar concept of a Goyim who can have a nevuah and not realize what they're saying. Maydiqsiv says in the Pulsic, which is talking about a Vizarrin, Kishuf, Hamatsafim of Mahagim, who are making noises with their throats like animals. They're saying things, but they're not intending to say any intelligent words. <laughs> they make noise. <laughs> There's different notions of making noise from different animals. <laughs> so this is what happened. the Ginei Paris saw in their astrology that the Moshiach Mish- Mish- Yisrael is going to be. Eventually punished by water. Once, they, once Moshe was in the water, Amru. They looked again in the stars and they said, We think it's over. And, and therefore, it all sort of disappeared. The heim and they didn't realize shalme Marivu like. Uh, Yes, Moshe Ben is going to be punished by water, by the story with the hitting of the rock. But the, so it was water-oriented, but they didn't get all the fine details. They couldn't see, like, you know, They only saw, like a, like, a vision of some sort. The hemo there is a, is a remez to this at Stigini that they saw this, and they didn't see it clear of a I don't have to cover Moshe and that's what Moshe Bader says later on when I was born and my mother put me in the water and then they realized that there's going to be no there's no more gzera so all the babies were saved after that point now he was also the reason that the gzera started in the first place that's true but at least when he was born it stopped what day did this happen? We're very close. We're just a few days off. Uh, we could have been close, but we're just a few days off. It was the 21st day of Nisan. 21st day of Nisan, Rashi goes to the whole Cheshmer, which is Shvi Pesach, that how many days they went out and they traveled until the Mitzrayim chased after them. Turns out that, obviously, as we know, Shvi Yishal Pesach is the Yom of Az Yoshe, the Yom of Tzol HaBayam Suf. So on that day, that Klausel is going to say, Shira, Yiloka be yim ze, Yiloka be so he's going to be killed. And obviously, if he gets killed, they're not going to get him. The whole story has to change. But Bekev this was the day. No, it's a more fortuitous day. It was actually Shuas. How could Meshach be hurt even a little bit on this day? Now, let's do the math. Bishma on Yama seven. If you're going to say that this was on Zion Zion's 6, sixth of seven, Meshkakis so or Yarchis. we said they went to Spaner Shalosh Yerachim. And we know he was born, Dama Ramah, Beshiva B'adar Mes, Beshiva B'adar Nardens. He was born, we know he was Nifta on Shiva B'adar, ba that's Beferish. And we said it was Malu Yamav, so he was born on Shiva B'adar. Ba so me Meshiva B'adar B'ashisha was even Klosiachis. So from the seventh day of Adar to the sixth day of Nisan. The Sivan, I'm sorry, that's exactly three months. The math works out perfectly. Alaman Basabakh ibnisan was twenty-one days of Nisan, Hekeshraqasah. So how do you end up with three months? From Zion out to the twenty-one days of Nisan, it's a month and a half. It's nothing. So It right, was a beris Okay, the Khadija Zalakhem Reshk it was actually pushed off a month. that's actually an interesting point so it was pushed off a month from from what it was supposed to be because it was two others and therefore you have Rubei Rishon, you have most of other Rishon from when he was born Therefore Moshe Benu was now born in Zion other Rishon is also interesting. So now he's born in Zion, Rishon. so you have most of Adarishan, Rube and Rube Shalachan, and you have most of Nisa until the 21st. Vem shalim and the whole Chodesh Adar, Shani, in the middle, so that's Ke'ilu, three months, but it wasn't really, but it's been three months at all. So Miriam's standing there. She's waiting, as we saw, 20 minutes and 9 seconds. And then she sees Basparo over there. And she comes and she says to Bas Paro, Should I go get you a Jewish woman to nurse the baby? Well, why, why did she know? Or why did Basparo think that she needed a Jewish woman? Anybody can be Manika, the baby. Because they tried. All the mitsri has to nurse him. They had no formula, they had no return or anything like that. So what are you going to do, with yeah, Maisha? Let's go try a Jewish woman. Omar, Pesha also a davar meshkinah yoinik davar tomeh. Labdafke is really tray for that. But if he's going to be speak talk, Hashem bokhu pe al he can't have nursed in his life from a mitsri. That is sim as me. What? He got some too, and he oh, he's clad pe. As we had to reach for the cold to burn it off. yeah See well, uh-huh. him, I don't scream it. And that's what the Pesach says. That's what the Pesach says. Who's going to learn the Torah and be able to understand the people who nursed from the Jewish woman? She said, Go. She ran. The Pesach says, It's a very strange word, Alma. Alma means a young girl. Now, Miriam is young here, five, but why is it called her an Alma? She ran bez-rezus. She hid her words. She didn't explain to Baspar. She's getting mother. Right. Again, it's the second time here that Pasparo was saying a voo without realizing it. Helechi means shalaki. This is your child, right? But she didn't realize. Pasparo did not realize this. I will pay you. Not only do they get back what was lost, they get paid. but yachved got paid to nurse her own child. So she she it says over here she's called Ahasaren. Why is he called Ahasaren in this context? That's strange. Amram, She had nevuah before Moshe Benu was born, when she was only Aaron's sister. we quoted already. My mother's going to give birth to a Yisrael. This is obviously before Moshe Rabbeinu was born. <laughs> we said Moshe was tarif, The whole house is filled with light. So who had divorced and now took her back, as we just said at the beginning of the daf, based on what Miriam said, he kissed her. <laughs> ah, you were right. Beautiful. Then it came three months, and the situation changed, and I had to put him into the water. The father said, Aha, I told you so. No, you said you were going to of over here, and now we're putting baby Maisha, baby Tuvia into the water. What's going to be? When it said she wasn't just going to see what was going to happen to Moshe, it means, She wanted to see her nevuah that she had. as a young girl, obviously, that this is going to be. Her father said, Ah, oh, oh, oh. Now she said, Let's see what's going to happen. And from that came Moshe Rabbeinu. Ad-